Welcome to The Responsible Podcast. Your host, Stanley J. Targos III, is the founder of The Responsible Brand and The Responsible Network. Enjoy today's episode. everyone. My name is Stanley J. Targos III, and I am the host of The Responsible Podcast. Today we've got a great show, and it's one that I'm pretty excited to talk about and share with, and it's called Retire to Two-Thirds of Your Income or Taxes. You choose. And the truth is, this is a conversation that we've been having for almost 20 years. And when someone first shared it with me, I had an aha that, I, that really impacted my trajectory. And I shared in the past that Len Renier, the founder of Wealth and Wisdom Institute, has all these great concepts and ideas and books. And if you don't know who he is, I'd encourage you to look up and read. Some of his books are Unintended Consequences and Sudden Impact and The Family Legacy. And he's a well-sought-after author, content creator, but he understands the demographics. He understands the impact that the government has and the plans that the government has for your money even more than the government does, I think. I don't think that's true. I think the government pretty knows, pretty much knows the game they're playing. But when I heard him talking one time and he said, listen, so many people want to retire to two-thirds of their income to be in a lower tax bracket, and that's been the traditional financial planning, the traditional advice, the traditional knowledge that's been passed down since the 60s, 70s, and 80s when people say, put your money in a 401k so that your money can be tax-deducted today, grow tax-deferred, and when you retire, you'll retire to two-thirds of your income, thus being a lower tax bracket. Well, that might have been a good theory in 1984 but in 1999 and 2005 and 2010 and 2020 and today it's not we've seen the taxes skyrocket and the impact it has on your life skyrocket he said instead of planning on retiring to two-thirds of your income why don't we plan on retiring to two-thirds of our tax bracket and I thought oh my gosh what a question, what a conversation, what a concept, what an idea. How come everybody is not talking about retiring to two-thirds of your tax bracket? It's one thing that's not in control, that we are not in control of. And he said, Stan, I don't understand. If you're going to get into business with somebody, and that person says, I'm going to loan you some money so you can get started, would you take the loan? I said, well, depending on what the terms are, I'd take the loan. He said, what if they told you, don't worry about the terms. When you're ready to pay the loan off, I'll tell you what the terms were. Would you take it? I said, no, I'm not comfortable with that at all. He said, well, Stan, so many people start and plan their retirement and they get distracted with all the sexiness of stocks, bonds, mutual funds, EFTs, Bitcoin trading, gold, silver commodities, pig futures, whatever's out there, that they forget about the common core basic principles behind what agreement they're starting and what the boundaries are or what the rules are or what the sandbox they're playing in is. And the number one thing people don't think to ask is, what does it look like when I pull my money out? Well, if you listen to the people who tell you retire to two-thirds of your income, thus being a lower tax bracket, and that's what the, the drum they're beating, you might wake up and realize that it's not really going to be a lower tax bracket at two-thirds of your income. In fact, 
you might put your money in at a net 12 or 15 percent tax bracket only to retire to a 25 or 30 percent tax bracket which isn't just a 12 or 13 percent increase in the tax table it's a hundred percent doubling of your tax bracket to go from 13% or 12% to 25% is double, it's two times. But we get wrapped into this fuzzy government math. We don't understand the rules we're playing by. We don't understand the impact. We believe that 30 years from now is going to be the same as it was 30 years ago. And that's not the case. One of the most important things that I learned is the government only has the ability to make money by taxing. I mean, the Federal Reserve prints money, but the Federal Reserve is not part of the federal government. It just has the word federal in front of it because in, 20, in 1913 when they created it, they were smart enough to recognize if they called it the Federal Reserve, people would think it was part of the government and they would trust it. Well, we know today that's always not the case. And this isn't about conspiracy and theories and, and all the other crazy stuff that's out there. This is simply about your money. And the responsible brand is really here to make sure that we understand how to responsibly manage, control, and own our money. We want to be good stewards of the gifts that God's given us, including the money that we have the ability to earn. And if you're like me, you might believe that I'm in better control of my money than Uncle Sam. They print money like it's going out of style. And they borrow it from the Federal Reserve on our backs. They're not responsible for it. We are. Every time they borrow a trillion dollars, that's me and you co-signing their note. So when we want to retire, do we want to trust that Uncle Sam is going to keep the tax bracket the same and lower the taxes just because we're retired on a fixed income? Or do we think that Uncle Sam might increase the taxes so they can recoup some of the dollars they're giving us to things like Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, and the other programs that they put in place to lull us to sleep while we're working so that when we're retired, we're on a fixed income? And you might tell that from our story and from the way that we present things, the way that I present things, that I, I trust our government to protect us. I believe... They're doing the best that they can, but I don't believe they're very efficient. I don't believe they have my best interest when they print money. I don't believe that they spend money wisely for the whole country. And I certainly don't believe that they're going to lower taxes. In fact, if you go to the government's own website and see what their tax projections are for the next five years, they don't go down regardless of who's in office. It doesn't matter. Taxes don't go down. They go up. Whether you're in the middle class, the lower class, the upper middle class, or the wealthy, your taxes are going up. It's not a battle against wealthy versus middle class versus poor. It's a battle against us against the tax man. What's interesting is I had the privilege of doing a presentation in front of an association of CPAs. And they said, if you want to retire, instead of planning on retiring to two-thirds of your income to be in a lower tax bracket, you should plan on retiring to 100% of your current income to maintain your lifestyle. So if you want to retire to two-thirds of your lifestyle, retire to two-thirds of your income. But understand that when you retire, every day is Saturday. 
And what day of the week do you spend the most money on while you're working? Saturday, because it's the first day that you're not working. You're going out, you're going to Home Depot, you're taking care of the home projects. You're going out to eat, you're spending time with your family, you're doing things, you're attending sporting events, concerts, movies. When you retire, every day is Saturday. Very few people can live on two-thirds of their income today, let alone when they retire. And if your financial professional is having you plan on retiring to two-thirds of your income to be in a lower tax bracket, fire that person. It's time to adopt a responsible strategy that's built on your custom needs, your custom goals, your priorities, your values, what's important to you. That's what the responsible brand wants to instill as part of the core is what's important to you. And what's important to you is controlling, having access to, and being able to make decisions based on what you need when you are retired. So if you're 10 to 15 years away from retiring, start planning on retiring to 100% of your income to maintain your current lifestyle. And if your current lifestyle isn't what you want, then you need to increase your income when you retire or find ways to reduce your expenses. But once you take your mortgage payment and your car payment out, what other expenses can you reduce? Well, the most obvious one is your taxes. But if you're following the traditional plan, the Dave, Rick, Susie, the talking heads on TV, and all these people who have good ideas and concepts at a, at a 30,000 foot level, but not really at a, at a 100 foot level, when we get granular and we talk about you and your family, 30,000 feet doesn't matter because I don't care what other people have. I care about what my family has. Can you retire to two-thirds of your tax bracket if you're taking all of your extra money and putting it in your 401k so that when you retire, 100% of your income is taxable? You have Social Security, which is 50 or 85% taxable, depending on your income level. You have your 401ks, your IRAs, your pensions, which are all taxable. Maybe you've got some dividend income or capital gains, which is taxable. But where's your tax-free bucket? What are you doing to plan your tax-free bucket? Well, I've got a Roth IRA. Well, that's fantastic. When you're finally making enough money to fund it fully, do you have the ability to fund it fully? Most people, the answer is no, because they have an increase in income ladder, which says the more money you make, the less you can contribute to your Roth IRA. It's like the joke the government gives us. Hey, here's a great solution. We'll give you the ability to eliminate taxes in the future. You can put in up to 5,000 or 6,000 or 6,500 in a Roth, but once you make more than 120, 150, 180,000, you can't contribute at all. Well, that's when I want to contribute the most is when I have the most money. When I'm making 80, 90, 100, 110,000, I don't have the ability to put five, $6,000 in the Roth because I need that money to survive on today. By the time my kids get out of college and I'm finally hitting the stride of my career and my, my spouse is working and we have good incomes, we income tax out. We're adjusted gross income tax out of funding the Roth IRA. It's like a a cruel and unusual punishment for finally having success. Why don't they give me a catch-up provision in the last 10 years that I'm working, I'm allowed to fund the full Roth contributions for my first 30 years of working. Why don't they do that? 
That actually would make sense. I'm still paying taxes on the contributions today. The government still wins today, but they recognize the value of not being able to tax you in the future, whatever level they create. And the reason they're not telling you what the taxes in the future are going to be is because they know they're going up. They know it. And they know the more money you have in your 401k at a, at a lower tax bracket today, the more money they can tax in the future when they need more money. The problem is you're on a fixed income and you budgeted at an 18 or 20 or 22% tax bracket. We got $40 trillion in growing in debt. They're not gonna tax less. They create the rules. It's like going to the casino and saying, oh, you put the button on that blackjack table so I can make more money. No, the, the casino owners did the math. They're not losing. They're winning 51% of the time. Uncle Sam's the same way. They win 100% of the time. So when is the right time to start having a conversation about retiring to two-thirds of your tax bracket? 100% of your income, two-thirds of your tax bracket. Something you can control. Are there ways that you can do that? Do you start that conversation a year before you retire? No way. We need to start that conversation now. And if you have kids that are in college, you need to start that conversation with your kids while they're in college so when they graduate, they don't make the same mistakes you made. Again, we didn't make mistakes. It's not like we're intentionally out there messing up our futures, and we haven't even messed up our futures. We just haven't been as efficient as we could. Remember, we want to make the best decisions. We've made the best decisions with the information we had at the time. But if in the last... 15 minutes in the next 15 minutes, we give you better information. You'll be able to make better decisions moving forward. And these decisions are going to help you keep control and maintain more of your wealth and your net worth, more of your lifestyle and more of your income. It's also going to change the trajectory that you have for your kids and your grandkids because your kids and grandkids are going to realize that there's a way to plan that you have control over what you're doing. There's a way to plan that the traditional world wants you to plan. And there's a way to plan that you protect Uncle Sam more than you protect yourself. And if we at least have the conversation, we can at least answer the questions and determine what we need, what's right for us, and what's right for our family. And, and I haven't met too many people who say, when I die, I'm going to leave everything to Uncle Sam anyways. It doesn't matter. Whether they get it now in bite-sized pieces or as a lump sum at the end, very few people want to do that. Very few people love Uncle Sam more than they love their kids or grandkids. So when do you start planning? How do you do that? Your responsible brand person has three, four, five, six different ways that you can take money and create tax-free income when you retire. Now, you might be able to do a Roth conversion. You're going to have a bump in your taxes, maybe over a one to three or five year period, depending on how much it is and how long your CPA and the tax code allows you to extend it. And I'm not a CPA or a tax advisor, I'm not giving you tax suggestions or advice, but go ask your CPA, is a Roth conversion the right thing for me to do? You might have a Roth 401k option at your work. And maybe it makes sense to contribute to that. 
you might be able to utilize an insured tool. A lot of the wealthy people in this country, they do the Roth programs up to the limit, but they want to do forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year, and they use tax code seven seven zero two from insured programs that allow them to do the same thing. Well, we talk all the time. We did a program called the Five Boxes. How wealthy people think, and we say, what if we could take the same strategies that wealthy people use, take a zero off the end, and apply it to the average American? My wife and I are planning this way. As we're saving and building our, our nest egg in our futures, we're not doing IRAs and we're not doing SEPs and KEOs and safe harbors and 401ks and all that other stuff. We have programs that are building so that when we retire, 50% of the income that we receive when we retire is tax-free. Which means when we get there, the tax bracket's important, but it doesn't determine my quality of life. Uncle Sam has a bad year and raises taxes or the wrong person gets in office and raises taxes, doesn't impact 100% of my lifestyle. I want to limit how much control Uncle Sam has on my lifestyle when I retire. You should too. So how do you eliminate Uncle Sam? Well, some people can make an argument that you should never fund a 401k even up to the match. I agree that if they're giving you free money, take it. I'm not going to argue with you over the math behind who wins more. And you, by taking the match, you're actually giving Uncle Sam more money. Listen, I need to have a starting foundation and a way to build my nest egg. And if they're giving me a match, I'm going to take it. But I'm not putting in one more dime above the match. Every extra dollar I have to invest for my future above the match is going to be invested in a way that's tax-favored, tax-friendly, or tax-free for me when I retire. One thing I know, while I've got a couple of kids at home and a mortgage and I'm able to donate and have some tax deductions and have a business and have things that work for me, I'm in the lowest tax bracket I'm ever going to be in today. Why would I give Uncle Sam extra money when I'm in the lowest tax bracket I'm ever going to be in? Doesn't make sense. But most people got their blinders on. They set it and forget it at 25 and by the time they're 55 or 60, they wake up and think, wow, where did those 30 years go by? I got 600, 800 million dollars in my 401k or I've got three IRAs and I got a million dollars in my IRAs in my retirement. By the time I'm 72 and a half, I'm finally going to be able to take that money out. I've got required minimum distributions, which is taxable at whatever tax bracket they keep me at. If I have RMDs and I'm using them, it's because I don't need the money and they're forcing me to take it, which means I'm at a higher tax bracket already. I mean, whose future am I funding? Mine? Or Uncle Sam's. Mine are the government's. Mine are the IRS. Put together the IRS in one word, it spells theirs. T H E I R S is theirs. Not yours, not mine. Theirs. Don't let them take it. You know, our tax code is a voluntary tax code. I'm not volunteering to pay more, and neither should you. So put it up to the match. Anything above the match, do something else with. And don't do something else by putting it in a, in a SEP or an IRA or a traditional IRA that creates the same problem just in a different bucket. Talk to your responsible brand person. Find out what options you have. You probably have three or four different options. 
I mean, there's a family legacy plan that's out there. If you have extra money and you got parents that are healthy and you want to work as a family, the family can be a powerful tool to eliminating Uncle Sam and have guarantees attached to it. But that's a conversation you need to have with your responsible brand person. It's not something we're going to get in today. Just know there's options and opportunities out there, but you can't be aware of something you are not aware of. We want to make you aware of things so you can ask the right questions and eliminate the IRS so they don't take their piece of your future. Well, doesn't the return on the investment solve this problem? If I earn 20% on my money, no. It means the more money you earn, the more money you're going to give away. You'd be better off earning that money in a non-qualified account paying capital gains on it than taking a tax deduction today at a low level to pay higher taxes in the future. Now, where it does make sense is if you know that you're in a 25% tax bracket today and you're going to retire to a 25% tax bracket, if you can do that, of course, no brainer. But again, I'm not giving tax advice. I'm not qualified to do that. Go talk to your CPA and to the best of their ability, have them estimate what tax bracket you're going to be at when you're 72. They probably won't put their name on it either. Actually, if you have money that's in an IRA, your ROI does not stand for a return on investment. It stands for reliability of income. Because that money is going to be there when you retire for income. But if it's all taxable, it's all part of the problem. How do you blend it? so that you have a portion of your money growing that comes out tax-free. Remember, I want to retire to two-thirds of my tax bracket and 100% of my lifestyle income. And the reason you need 100% of your current income today, if you're 10 to 15 years out, is because two-thirds of your income 20 years from now, after inflation, depreciation, and devaluation of the dollar, is probably closer to 40% of what you make today. Try living on 40% of what you make today. Tell me how comfortable you are. You're not. So if you retire to 100% of your income and two-thirds of your tax bracket, you're actually doing a little better. You need it. We want to help you get there. We talked about how the return on investment doesn't solve the problem. A balanced portfolio doesn't solve the problem. More 401k doesn't solve the problem. More stocks, bonds, and mutual funds doesn't solve the problem. Those are all tools. They don't solve the tax problem. They can't even guarantee a certain rate of return for 20 years. They can't guarantee two years before you retire the market's not going to tank and you're going to get hit with a hefty tax bill. That's like pouring salt on your wounds. That's like turning the knife. Kicking a dead horse. We don't need to do that. There's enough pain out there already without putting more pain in our future. And up until now, you might not even have been aware that you're planning a future that has more pain in it. But in the last 20, 25 minutes, we brought to light that there are pain points out there that you can control and you can eliminate. What we really need is a responsible approach that blends everything we've done in the past and moves it forward the most efficient way possible for us. Risk, taxes, fees, 
All of those things need to be taken into account. How long you plan on live? How healthy you are? Do you have unfunded health care in your future? Are you going to have an RMD problem? How much money should you have in your retirement account by the time you retire versus how much of a nest egg should you have by the time you retire versus how much of your nest egg should be guaranteed income like a pension by the time you retire versus how much of that should be tax-free by the time you retire. And if you haven't had these conversations up to this point, you might just have a, a financial person who's just a cleverly disguised stockbroker. You might be listening only to a CPA who's looking at a 12-month window to get you the largest tax return in a 12-month window without showing you the impact 20 years from now. You need someone who has the ability to look holistically at the big picture, connect all the dots, look at all the farm equipment, share crop, mix the crops up, make sure the ground is fertile, make sure that there's a harvest today, tomorrow, and 10 years from now, not just for you, but for your kids and grandkids. Man, so many people wake up in retirement and wonder where this conversation was 20 years ago. That's why I'm so excited about this. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really tamping down my energy level because I don't want to come across like I'm jumping through this radio podcast, this microphone and sitting on your lap talking in your ear. But this is important. Imagine you wake up and you're retiring. You get $1,000 a month as part of your income, and it's taxed at 30%. That means every month you get $700. Every month Uncle Sam gets $300. And you're dealing with inflation, the cost of energy, the increased cost of medicine, prescriptions, pills, Part A, Part B, adjusted gross income, all of that stuff. Now imagine you followed the responsible brand and you had my responsible solution designed custom for you and that $300 stayed in your economy and you got to give $300 every month to your grandkids. You got to spend $300 every month on your spouse. You got to spend $300 every month on church, tithing, charity, taking someone out to dinner. $300 a month for a vacation fund. $300 a month for birthday presents and Christmas presents. $300 a month that you didn't need to spend that just gets added to your savings. It's $3,600 a year. Over 20 years, that's $70,000, $80,000. That's just on 1000 a month. The average person who's working for 20, 25 years gets Social Security and builds a nest egg, retires on five to $6,000 a month. What if $2,500 or $3,000 a month was tax-free when you retire? That's a $1,000 a month savings almost that you don't have to give to Uncle Sam. What can you do with $1,000 a month that you get to keep because you decided to plan today? You didn't listen to Dave, Rick, Susie, the talking heads who told you, pay your debt off, pay your mortgage off, overfund your 401k, take the tax advantage today. They're costing you $1,000 a month in taxes when you retire that you should keep. But because they believe in a certain philosophy, 
you're going to buy into their philosophy. They're not helping you pay the taxes when you retire. They're creating the problem and they're forcing me to solve it. I'm responsible enough to, to come in and have the tough conversation and say, what do you want? It doesn't matter if you like Ford GM or Chrysler. If they make the right vehicle for you, buy it. Don't buy an SUV if you want a minivan just because the company you shop at only sells SUVs. So many people are fitting square pegs in round holes because their person doesn't have the philosophy that puts them at the center of the solution. They believe everything is stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and the stock market will outperform everything that you're ever going to do. Taxes are irrelevant. If you make more money in the stock market, you'll pay the taxes. No. That's not the solution. That's a symptom. We want to get to the root cause of the problem, which is the philosophy and the strategy for what we're building, how we're designing something, and the impact it has on your future. If you're in your 40s or 50s, think of your parents. And think if your parents got one-third of their income tax-free. And they were able to keep an extra six to $900 a month today. How impactful would that be after the last two years of prices doubling? How much less pain would they be in after the inflation that we've seen? And we don't know what's coming down the future. We don't have a crystal ball. So when you retire, do you want to retire to two thirds of your income to be in a lower tax bracket? Or do you want to retire to 100% of your income and two thirds of your tax bracket? We want to be responsible. We want to be good stewards of the gifts that God's given us. Of course, we want to pay Caesar what Caesars do, but there's no reason we should pay him more. I mean, he hasn't proven to be efficient with anything he's done in the last hundred years anyways. Created debt. Got us off the gold standard. Created fiat system. If you studied currencies and monies and countries, you know that the fiat system doesn't tend to last long. There's four times or five times or ten times the amount of debt in this country as there is printed money on the planet. Couldn't pay it all off if we wanted to anyways. Why would we give them more? Bottom line is I'm not against our government. I'm a patriot. I love America. I want to give Uncle Sam what Uncle Sam's do. But I don't want to overpay them. And I don't want it to be at the expense of my family, the legacy that I can leave my kids and grandkids, the lifestyle that I'm working hard to enjoy when I do retire, the care that I need when I retire. I want to have control of my money and I want to eliminate as much obstacles, as much fees, as much risk, as much taxes as possible. I'm just trying to do the best I can with the information I have at the time. Put myself in a position so that the decisions I make today positively impact the next phase of life and don't take away from my future. So we know that this is a good conversation. We know your responsible brand person has a solution. We know the case design team that strategizes these things has tons of opportunities for you. Everybody has an opportunity to get a little bit better. And me and my wife, 
We were just talking about this. I was just talking about this to someone else. It took us 17 years, three kids, two moves in our house, three cars, updates to get to a certain spot. It took us three or four years to get out of that. And we're building forward, moving to a future where my goal is 50% of my income is tax-free. But I think that two-thirds of your tax bracket and 100% of your income is a great starting point. Let's start there. Let's start there. See what you're comfortable with. See how you like the solutions. See the impact it has on your future, your kids, your quality of life, your grandkids, your health, your health care. All of that. And let's make good decisions together. Remember, our goal is to change the landscape of America one family at a time by empowering the leader to make decisions based on facts, not fear. We want financial education, education for the next financial phase of life. That's what we're doing. So as we wrap this one up, I hope that this information has been a benefit to you and your family. The responsible brand wants to help grow the understanding of how money works. Please share this with others. Reach out to your responsible team. I hope you have a great day and God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. For new and relevant information just like this, follow us wherever you get your podcasts and interact with the responsible community on all social media platforms. We'll see you soon.